It's always wonderful to be in His presence. It is always wonderful to find ourselves in His glory. Hallelujah. And the Bible now, the Bible, let us go to the Word of God. As the Bible says that, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the living God. And also, it's time to meditate, to matter on that word, to iterate, read on the written word of God, the logos of the word of God. Let us go to the book of Luke chapter 11 from verse number 10. The Bible said that for everyone who asks received, the one who seeks find, the one who knocks the door will be opened. Which of you, fathers, if your son asks for fish, you give him a snake instead? If you then, who are evil, know how to give the good gift to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Jesus was driving out a demon, verse number 14, that was a mute when the demon left a man who had been mute, spoke, and the crowd was amazed. But some of them said, By Balzebul, the prince of the demon, is driving out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom that is divided against itself will be ruined. A house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? I say this because you claim that I drive demons by Beelzebub. But if I drive out the demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Hallelujah. First of all, Jesus Christ talked about here in verse number 10 that for everyone who asks, receive. Everyone who seeks, find. To one who knocks, the door will be open. Then that means the Bible is telling us that, you know, these are the realms of prayers. When we pray the prayer of asking, we will receive. When we pray and we ask, when we ask, God will answer our prayer, we will receive. In the same way, if we pray the seeking kind of prayer, and we pray that kind of a prayer, we will find. And if we pray the knocking prayer, the doors will be open. But this is, you know, this needs us to be, to have the heart, the kind of the heart that will be going after God. Once you have, you have asked, sometimes what you are asking for is not given, is not manifesting on the same time. But you seek, you seek, you are seeking here in prayer. After that, when you seek, sometimes you have to go further and you go and you knock. You go there, knocking. It is a realm of prayer and you knock with all of your heart. 
You are not just asking this time. You are praying with the whole of your strength. You are knocking. You are seeking. But the Bible says that when you are in these dimensions of prayer, first of all, if you are in the asking prayer, you will receive what you are asking for. Second of all, if you are in the seeking prayer, whatever you are seeking, you will find. And again, if you are in the knocking, there is this situation that you have been you have been trying to deal with. You have been trying to pray, you have sought. It's like it's not found. But now you go to the knocking realm. Now you go and you pray with the whole of your strength, with the whole of your mind. You are knocking. The Bible says that at the end of the day, the door will be what? Will be opened. Hallelujah. It is very, very much important that, you know, in the realm of the prayer, we must not give up until our prayer requests are answered. You must not give up. Some people, you know, when they are praying, they give up easily. They give up easily. They pray and pray. And when maybe when they're praying and they think, okay, it's like their prayer request is not being answered. Sooner or later, that person stop praying. It's not so. You must knock, you must seek, and you pray until something happens. And you must have an attitude that does not, hey, the attitude of knocking. The attitude that does not take no for an answer until what you are praying for manifest. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about the man of God by the name of Elijah. The Bible said that Elijah, the time that he wanted it to rain. The Bible said that Elijah prayed. As he prayed, it did not rain for three years. But the Bible said that when he wanted it to rain now in Israel, he had to pray until something happened. The Bible said that, you know, he bowed down. He put his head between his feet. He bowed and put his head in between his feet. He told the servant, go and check for a cloud. Go and check for a sign. The Bible said that the servant of the man of God came back. And they tell him, saying, Elijah, I see nothing. Oh, you see nothing? Yes, I see nothing. But Elijah continued to pray. He told the servant, go and check again. The servant went back the second time. He find nothing. Say, oh, I find nothing. Say, no, go back again. And he prayed and he prayed until the second, seventh time. He sent the servant the seventh time. Go and check. The Bible said that when he checked, he found that there was just a cloud, a small cloud as a man's feast. The Bible said that when he said that, I see the cloud, it's just a small cloud. It looks like a small feast of a man. The Bible said that, oh, yes, my prayer has been answered. Listen to this one. The prayer of Elijah, it was not being answered on the first time. It was not answered on the second time. It was not answered the third, the third time. It was answered on the seventh time. If Elijah could have given up on just asking the first time, 
his prayer, he would have lost what he was looking for. Uh, the Bible, if he, Elijah could have given up on the third time, he could have lost his miracle. But the more he persisted, the more he doesn't give up in prayer, the more he seek, the more he knock. He got the cloud as small as a man's feet. When he saw that cloud, Elijah rejoiced and said that my prayer has been answered. My prayer has been answered. He began to say, my servant, go and tell her up. Tell her up. It's about to rain. The heavy rain is coming. Let me tell you this. Some people when they are praying, you know, they want to see a big sign. They want to see a big sign that their prayers are being answered. They are not like this man of God who only see a small sign and believe. Some people, sometimes when God answers your prayer, he doesn't start with a big sign. He starts with a small sign. Some people, sometimes a sign that you need for your prayer to be answered. It's not a big sign. It's a small sign. Imagine. A small, a cloud, as man, as big as a man's fist. Who can say that a huge rain is about to come? Maybe where you are in your country now, maybe there are bigger clouds. But those bigger clouds, they don't represent that it's about to rain. But the man of God saw as a cloud, as small, as big as a man's fist. And he could tell the big rain was about to come. Indeed, Ab went ahead. Indeed, Elijah followed him running and he overtake Ab. But the rain came from what? From a cloud as small, as big as a man's fist. You need, when you are knocking, when you are seeking, when you are asking, you need to have faith. A small sign must represent a big miracle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. A small sign. A small sign, it must be enough that a miracle is about to happen. A small sign must be enough to convince you. You know, sometimes I remember one time I was in Musina. There was this other young, this man. This man was looking for a job. This man was looking for a job. He, this man, because he was looking for a job, he was attending all the services. He was attending all the services. One day he told me, Pastor, I got a job. When I got a job, this job that I found is in the Indian shop. But this is not the job I'm looking for. I said, wow, this is a sign that Jehovah has answered your prayer. This is a sign that you're about to get your job. You know, that man, indeed, after that small sign, he get the job that he was looking for. It's like Ishmael and the life of Abraham. Ishmael was a sign to Abraham. He was a sign that, yes, Abraham, you can be fruitful. Abraham, even though Ishmael is not the child of a promise, but Abraham, you are productive. If this, you know, that means the sign, it meets you, it elevates your faith. A sign increases your faith to receive your miracle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. 
Somebody is going like I'm looking for a job, but I've got in the contract. I'm looking for a permanent job. No, that is just a sign. A bigger miracle is coming. Maybe you are looking for a house, but you got a one room. That is a sign. A bigger house is coming. Maybe you are looking for a car, but you just got this thing that looks like it's a small car. Hey, hey, this is not your destiny. A bigger miracle is coming, just believe! Hallelujah! This is the end that you are in the process of asking, of seeking, and knocking. A door is about to be opened. Most of the time, but God is looking for somebody who will persist. God is looking for somebody who will not give up. God is looking for somebody who will see a sign and believe. You know, some people are so skeptical in such a way that even when God has performed a sign, they still can't believe. Can't you, when you see a sign, you must believe that my miracle is on the corner. You must believe that something big is about to happen. Hallelujah. Persistent in this walk of faith is a key. The Bible said that one day there was another man by the name of Naaman. The Bible said that when Naaman came, Naaman came, he was a leprous man. He came to the man of God by the name of Elisha. When he came to Elisha, Elisha said, Naaman, Naaman, go and bath in Jordan. But when you go to bath in Jordan, go and bath seven times. Don't bath once, bath seven times. The Bible said that Naaman was disappointed. I thought the man of God was going to give me a big instruction. I thought the man of God was going to tell me a big instruction. Why did he tell me to go and bath on the dirty water of Jordan? The man of God said, go and bath. As you go and bath, go and bath where? In the dirty water of Jordan. This man, this man who was a soldier, who was a soldier, a commander, he was going back to where he come from. So where I come from, there are beautiful rivers. He should have told me to go and bath on the beautiful rivers. And the Bible said that, or oh, the servant said that, hey, if the man of God could have told you the hard thing, you could have done. Why he told you a simple thing? Why can't you just do and see? The Bible said that Naaman said, okay, let me try. He went to bath to swim in Jordan. He swim once, nothing happened. He swim second time, nothing happened. Third time, nothing happened. Fourth time, nothing happened. Fifth time, nothing happened. Sixth time, nothing happened. The seventh time, when he come out, his skin was as pure as a baby, was as fresh as a baby's skin. The power of God have worked in the life of Naaman. Why? Because he obeyed instructions. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You know, sometimes somebody is looking for a miracle. You give them instruction. You give them the recipe of a miracle. That do one, two, three, a miracle is you will happen. That person begin to think it out. That person begin to figure it out. And they begin to think it out. Begin to figure it out. It doesn't make sense. Yes, the things of God, they don't make sense. The things of God are never meant to make sense. They are meant to be believed. 
When you believe upon them, you will get your miracle. When you believe on what the word of God is talking about, you will come back with your skin as pure as a baby's skin. And he persisted and he come back with a miracle. Another thing, when you, are, when you want a miracle, you must be persistent. Persist. When you see a sign, believe. When you see a sign, believe. And follow instruction. Follow instruction. As you follow the instruction, you are activating the power in the word. You are activating the power of God to do what? To perform a miracle. And Naman leprosy have disappeared. I'm saying to you this afternoon, I don't know the leprosy in your life. I don't know the leprosy in your finances. I don't know the leprosy in your family. I, I don't know the leprosy in your life. But I'm saying to you, it is not over until God says it's over. Things are about to change in Jesus' name. Things are about to change in your finances. Things are about to change in your family. There is about to be a progress in your life. God is about to do what no man can ever do in Jesus' name. As long as you persist, as long as you believe, as long as you follow the instruction, as you ask and you seek and you knock, the door is open in the name of Jesus. Can you say everything is turning around? In my life, in my family, in my country, in my career. Say everything is turning around for my favor. In the name of Jesus. By fire, by force. You know, when you are doing that kind of a declaration, the angelic is activated. Already where you need a miracle, the Lord is meeting you at the point of your need. Sooner or later, you shall see it manifesting in your life in Jesus' name. May God give you a sign that something is happening in your life. Something is happening in your family. Something is happening in your career. Something is happening in your country. May God give you a sign. May it be small. May you believe. And a bigger thing is coming in Jesus' name. Amen. Lastly, as we are wrapping up, preparing for the day, listen to this one. For me to give this word of God as wonderful as it is, it is a sign because I never prepared. I just stood and God began to speak. He began to encourage us. He began to speak to us because he want to do something. And something he will do, something you shall see in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say my day is blessed. My day is blessed.
My family is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our continent are blessed. Say, I am blessed. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be sick in my life. Prosperity is mine. Success is mine. Favor is mine. In the name of Jesus, say, Devil, take off your hands from my life, my finances, my career. My everything. My everything. Say I lose angels now. I lose angels now. 